Welcome to How to Keep Your Day Job, brought to you by the Morningstar Consultants. If you're interested in succeeding, exceeding, growing, or listening to the stories of others who have done just that, you're in the right place. We're your hosts, Lisa Goss and Stacey Bailey. We want to help you hone your skills, succeed in your job, get your dream job, or keep your dream job. Like Mark Twain said, find a job you enjoy doing and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Now let's identify your purpose and build a career around that. Check out our show notes for where you can find us on social media and how to sign up for our newsletter. Thanks for being with us today. Time is precious and we're honored that you're sharing it with us. Now on with the show. Welcome back to Morningstar Consulting's How to Keep Your Day Job, the show where we explore the world of business and life strategies. And in today's episode, we'll be delving deep into the topic of volunteer management. We'll explore the different aspects of volunteer management, its impact on organizations, volunteers, and the community. We'll discuss strategies for effective recruitment, support, motivation, performance management, and more. So let's get started. In our previous episodes, we talked about the importance of recruiting volunteers and how it can serve as a pathway for future staff. Lisa talks about governance a lot. And let's face it, board members are volunteers. So Lisa knows a lot about this volunteer role. Did you know that Lisa led an extensive volunteer program and co-created a volunteer manual for an arm of our provincial government? What hasn't Lisa done? Lisa, let's jump in. Get us started with recruitment strategies that can attract a diverse range of volunteers. Cast a wide net. And by that, I mean, reach out to different demographics and communities. Tailor your recruitment messages that resonate with specific audiences. Leverage your social media platforms. Go to community events. How about partnerships with local organizations? If you have like missions, you can significantly expand your volunteer pool and you're ensuring volunteers with like values. Building a solid recruitment strategy not only plays a vital role in attracting a diverse range of volunteers, but it really increases your ability to sustain your volunteer program. It aids with succession planning and program development and growth. I mentioned leveraging social media platforms and collaborating with other organizations, but even local businesses, universities, look for grants for summer students, take on interns. It builds a pool of volunteers and it builds a pool for future staff. The biggest piece of advice I can give to organizations around recruiting volunteers is there should be the exact same process as when you're recruiting and onboarding paid staff. You need to invest in them during the recruitment and onboarding training and orientation. Invest in mentorship of volunteers. And I'm sure Stacy has all sorts of follow-up questions. I think we've worked together too long. I can anticipate what she's going to ask me. What about once the volunteer is onboarded? You have this amazing volunteer eager to get started. What happens next? Well, next, after you've done all of your due diligence of recruiting, you have their resume, you've done criminal record checks, reference checks. You are now in a place where you're onboarding. And that onboarding is the exact same orientation as any other staff. And providing that ongoing support becomes crucial for their engagement and future success. If you don't already have a volunteer handbook, manual, it's a really professional and effective approach. It will outline your organization's mission, vision, values, your policies and procedures, emergency things like fire codes, 
incident reports, how to file a concern or a complaint, and their job description or their roles and responsibilities. And if you're utilizing volunteers in different ways throughout your organization, that requires a different role profile. And when they're coming in and they're onboarding and orientation, they're signing their role profile and it's going into their staff volunteer file. If you have more than a handful of volunteers, establish a volunteer coordinator position. If you can't financially do that yet, appoint a team manager like a program manager who can be the central point of contact for all volunteers, offering support, answering questions, addressing any concerns that might arise. Having somebody there for them to support them during the time they're with your organization is key to retention, to them having a good experience, and for increasing the brand of your volunteer program for your organization. Here I'm going to dip in a little bit to volunteer risk management, and only because I've gone into a number of organizations and this has been something that just gets missed. It's an important consideration for organization to establish volunteer screening processes. So background checks, criminal record checks, child abuse checks, vulnerable sector checks. And insurance coverage helps ensure volunteer safety and protects the organization for potential liability. So do you include your volunteers within your staff ratio around your insurance? Now, Stacey and I have both worked for many, many years in restorative justice. And when I talk about criminal record checks and risk management, you should have a policy for all staff and volunteers. And when you use that restorative justice lens, what that does is prevents risk, but creates opportunity. I'll give an example. If I had somebody that was applying for a finance position, so they were going to be a payroll assistant, and they had a DUI or a drunk driving charge back in 1985, them having that previous charge has nothing to do with their role or the work that they would do if their role didn't require driving. Now, if they were previously charged for fraud or um, financial charges of theft, that might not be the best position for them within your organization. And it's the exact same for volunteers. So criminality in the past doesn't mean any opportunities in the present. There are plenty of precedent-setting decisions that have been filed through the Manitoba Human Rights Commission. In Manitoba and Canada as a whole, human rights legislation prohibits discrimination in employment based on various grounds, including criminal records. The Manitoba Human Rights Code and the Canadian Human Rights Act both provide protection to individuals with criminal records to ensure fair treatment and hiring processes. So under these laws, it's illegal for employers to discriminate against job applicants solely on the basis of their criminal record, unless there's a legitimate and justifiable reason directly related to the position. So employers need to consider many factors, um, such as nature and severity of the offense, time that's passed since the offense has occurred, the relevance compared to the job duties. So just a blanket refusal to hire individuals with criminal records is considered discriminatory. So sorry, off on that tangent. So beyond the initial onboarding process, there's continuous training development opportunities that are essential for volunteer engagement, offering workshops, webinars, skill building sessions, not only enhance volunteer 
abilities, but it demonstrates the organization is investing in them and their growth. Guest speakers, subject matter experts, experienced volunteers can contribute valuable insights and knowledge and support and mentor newer volunteers. Everyone should know the importance of risk management. Having clear, concise processes in place at the front end will save you a lot of stress later on. So now let's address the aspect of promoting meaningful volunteer experiences to retain your volunteers. Let's be real. No one wants to share their knowledge or skills or give of their time if they aren't doing meaningful, fulfilling work. What are your thoughts, Lisa? Hands down, volunteers are more likely to stay engaged when they feel their time and skills are utilized. It's basic respect. If you have the ability tailoring volunteer roles to match individuals' strengths, interests, helps them create sense of purpose and fulfillment. Sometimes it even helps them on their journey to where they want to go in their career. Provide opportunities for volunteers to take on leadership roles where they can contribute their ideas. They have a voice in decision-making, in processes. It empowers them, fosters a sense of ownership. Again, it's just valuing their time. If you know me, I've been known to advocate and I was really invested in my volunteers. I really valued what they brought to the organization, how they served our clients. And honestly, some of them I've stayed in contact with 20 years later. And creating rules that are not meaningful, that don't utilize people's skills or empower them, engage them, are useless. I have been known to speak very passionately about giving value to volunteer roles and argue till I'm blue in the face about volunteers just handing out magazines. I could go on with that one, but I won't. So regular feedback, check-ins, ensure the volunteers' needs are heard, they're addressed, allow for positive and rewarding volunteer experience. And I mentioned this earlier, but how do you sustain your volunteer program? What's your succession planning look like? That's vital for your long-term success of your program. Volunteer turnover is common, You always want to have those seasoned volunteers to mentor new volunteers coming in. Make sure your organization has strategies in place to ensure continuity. By implementing succession planning, capturing and transferring institutional knowledge, providing ongoing support to new volunteers, organizations can build momentum in their volunteer programs. Now I'll go on about volunteer recognition. If you're listening out there and you're a volunteer that worked with me, I hoped you liked all the cupcakes I baked. (laughs) There's that saying, model the way. I remember my kids being little and sitting on a stool in the kitchen and watching me bake and decorate cupcakes for volunteers. And they would ask why. And I would say, because they're important people and they do important work. Expressing gratitude and acknowledging volunteers' efforts can go a long way in continued engagement. Implement a recognition program that includes certificates, awards, volunteer appreciation. Publicly recognize volunteers through your newsletter on social media. Include them in staff awards. Create an award every year for your volunteers. Celebrate their years of service. If you get a pin at 10 years, give your volunteers a pin at 10 years. Include them in your annual report. Feature their stories and highlight their contributions. Not only keeps people engaged, but inspires others to get involved. Lisa, what motivates volunteers? After all, there is no compensation. I know I can be easily motivated 
you know, just give me some diamond art or a good cup of tea and I'm, I'm there. Let's explore the concept of volunteer motivation. Volunteers can be driven by so many different factors, sense of purpose, personal fulfillment, a desire to make a positive impact, maybe something from their history, maybe something to do with their future. I know when I worked in healthcare and ran clinics, I often had people that were considering nursing or med school come in. Understanding each volunteer's individual motivations is key to sustaining volunteer engagement. When you go that extra mile for a volunteer, it really is community development because whatever you've invested in them, they're taking out into the world. And I'll tell you, I've wrote a lot of references for nursing and med school in my time. So Lisa, I have a couple of questions. First, do you think not-for-profits do a good job of the human resources aspect of volunteer programming? And secondly, what if you have a volunteer that is not a good fit? How do you deal with that? It's just like I said before, you treat volunteers like you do staff. So performance management is an aspect of volunteer management. It can't be overlooked. Just like with staff, you need to set clear expectations, provide constructive feedback, evaluate volunteers' performance, because evaluations contribute to their growth. Regular performance evaluations, both formal and informal, can identify areas of improvement, recognize their achievements, Provide volunteers with a sense of progress and development. These are great one-to-one opportunities where you can involve volunteers in decision-making processes, seek their input on program improvement, program development, and further empower them and create a sense of ownership for them in the organization. Lisa, you've led some not-for-profits with, let's face it, tight budgets. And I know how much you like to stay on budget. So can you share with us the financial impact that volunteers have on organizations? Absolutely. By utilizing volunteer resources, organizations can save significant amounts of money that can be redirected to critical areas of the operations. Quantifying this impact through volunteer hour tracking and valuation can demonstrate your financial value of volunteers and those contributions. This data can be really useful in reporting processes for grant applications, showcasing the organization's efficiency and effectiveness to stakeholders, because it's buy-in, it's community valuing the work that you're doing as an organization and giving of themselves to contribute to that mission. Now, volunteers should never be misused or used to remove jobs or to replace funded positions Volunteer work is about increasing capacity beyond funding to develop further programming to serve the community. Lisa, tell me how you would measure and communicate the impact of volunteer efforts. So I talked a little bit about this, but it's worth repeating. Measuring and communicating the impact of volunteers is crucial for -for not-for-profit organizations. Again, by tracking and reporting those volunteer outcomes, Organizations can demonstrate their value and effectiveness of their volunteer programs, and that data can be used for grants, reporting to stakeholders like we talked before, and showcasing organizations. It always makes me happy when I look at an annual report, and there's a page celebrating volunteers, telling stories, but I look for those pie charts. You know, 1,700 hours donated, invested into the community by volunteers. 
I love that part. Lisa, you always talk about things like community development. I often hear you say, if you give a person a fish, they can eat for a day. But if you teach them to fish, they can eat for a lifetime and maybe even feed others. Let's talk about how volunteering affects our communities. Volunteer engagement not only benefits organization, but has a profound impact on community development. Yeah, it's, I love community development. Volunteers play a role in addressing community needs and fostering that positive change, right? By engaging volunteers in community projects, organizations can create a sense of ownership and empowerment among community members. Volunteers bring unique perspectives, skills, connections. They contribute to all sorts of innovation, solutions, systems, and sustainable programming. And sometimes it even influences their life work, like we talked about before. It has been my great privilege to watch as some of the volunteers I worked alongside with are now out there serving Manitobans as doctors, as counselors, as educators, and more. The relationship built between volunteers and community members, or the clients, constituents, or patients you see, can lead to increased social cohesion, stronger community bonds, and shared commitment to the betterment of the community as a whole. I did clinical work in teen clinics for a lot of years and and led teen clinics. The neatest thing was to see a youth come in and spend time with my volunteer and feel so empowered that five, six, seven years later, they come back and start to volunteer at that very same teen clinic. I want to take a moment to focus on volunteer boards. These dedicated individuals play a pivotal role in nonprofit organizations. Lisa, I know you like to talk about boards. So what are your thoughts? I guess I've spent enough time on them and supporting them to understand how important they are. And I think people forget they're the volunteers as well. Volunteer boards provide strategic guidance, oversight. They ensure the organization's vision, mission, and values are upheld. But supporting volunteer boards requires a thoughtful approach. There are just many layers to the support they need to do their important job. Offering comprehensive board training, governance training, training on their legal responsibilities and finance, supporting them through strategic planning, providing them the equipment they need, the tools to fill their roles effectively, support their board meetings, retreats, and this could be a whole podcast itself, and maybe we have done one already. But there is a ton that an executive director and leadership team can do to support their board of directors. As we come to the end of our episode, focusing on not-for-profit volunteer programming, we've covered a wide range of topics within volunteer management, from recruitment strategies and ongoing support to volunteer motivation and recognition. We've explored ways to create a positive and meaningful volunteer experience. We've also emphasized the financial impact of volunteers on organizations and how their engagement supports community development. Additionally, we discussed the crucial role of volunteer boards in nonprofit organizations and the importance of providing them with training, support, and effective communication. By valuing their expertise and promoting diversity within the board, organizations can benefit from their strategic guidance and ensure long-term sustainability. True, Stacy, and we also touched on the significance of promoting meaningful volunteer experiences, experiences that align with people's skills, interests, aspirations, 
And you can do this through tailored volunteer roles, providing opportunities for leadership, opportunities for input on programming, decision-making systems, providing regular feedback to your volunteers. Organizations can really create an environment where volunteers feel valued and empowered. And we talked about that a little bit in recruitment strategies and also around retention techniques, around volunteer recognition, around ongoing training, and really just investing in those volunteers. And then you're right. Finally, we talked about boards and I always seem to slip them into the conversation, don't I? Lisa, you always talk risk. So of course we address the areas of volunteer risk management, impact measurement, and the significance of volunteer sustainability and succession planning for long-term success. I believe by implementing these strategies and approaches, organizations can create a thriving volunteer program that not only benefits the organization, but also contributes to community development and fosters a sense of social responsibility. Thank you for joining us today. If your organization is looking for support to start or improve a comprehensive volunteer management program, reach out to us. We hope you find the discussion valuable and that it inspires you to enhance your own volunteer management practices. Remember, volunteers are the heartbeat of any organization, and by nurturing and supporting them, we can make a lasting impact on our communities. Stay tuned for future episodes where we continue to explore the exciting world of volunteer management. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with others. Together, let's continue to empower volunteers, strengthen organizations, and make a difference. We hope you liked this episode. To learn more about us, check out our website and sign up for our newsletter at MorningStarConsultant.com and follow us on social media. There are links to our courses, business consulting, or coaching in the show notes. Don't see what you need? Contact us. We are Morningstar Consultants, business and life strategists and we can show you how to keep your day job.